0: Oh, it's muted. We're muted, I think, dude. Yeah, right. it's muted. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, let's start again, everyone, because I was just apparently <laughs> muted. <laughs> it's
2: a sign-only uh, stream, guys. It's, it's
1: going so well, it's going so well. But yeah, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, how are you doing? What's going on? Uh, welcome to the episode six of Mergers of Nograt, a BioWiki podcast where we discuss everything, Gwent. And as I was saying while I was muted, uh, today with me are my two trusty co hosts, BJ and Lionheart. And with that out of the way, let me introduce you to our guest this week. And that's the Syndicate Fashion Ambassador, the Wild Hunt 1 winner, and one of the most popular Gwent streamers on Twitch, TryNet. How are you guys doing?
3: Doing pretty good. Don't forget a Protector of the Realm, though. Got a
0: lot more titles than that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a
1: few words to our viewers, guys. If you have any questions, you can ask them in chat. My dear friend BJ has been charged with the task of collecting them, and we're gonna answer the more more interesting ones as we go. Also, if you are uh, willing to stay with us. Off stream, you can follow us on Twitter at Novgorod Podcast. And if YouTube is the platform where you would rather watch this episode, it's going to be uploaded uh, a few hours after the live stream. Just type, my podcast, and you are going to get all the links. So now we can finally get to the actual show. What have you been up to, guys? And let's start with our yeah. guest. Trinit. What yeah, have you been always. up to, how is I've Hearthstone- been, uh, I mean, Gwent treating you.
2: I've been playing Hearthstone. <laughs> Don't hate me. And that wraps up this episode of the Merchants <laughs> of Domebred. Thanks, guys! Viewer no, I've been playing is- a
3: lot of the new Hearthstone auto battler. It's
2: surprisingly
3: fun. There's a lot of randomness to it, but there's still depth. One thing they did very well was making the genre much more accessible than it was in the past. With, like, Dota Auto Chess and uh, Dota Underlords and TFT, just looking at the heroes didn't really tell you what they did. You had to like go into a stats page or read the wiki or play enough games to know how these things functioned. With the Hearthstone thing, it's surprisingly simple because you just have all the stats on the card, plus whatever ability the card does. So just by reading the things and seeing their names in the stat line, you know exactly what they do. So the barrier to entry is much lower. You don't need to learn as much just to play.
1: It, it sounds almost like like you were advocating for us to play Hearthstone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh cool. But yeah, I, I can totally relate to it. Uh, we all know where Gwent is uh, right now, so it's, it actually
2: makes sense where to people... Where is it? I don't know, I'd love to know. <laughs>
0: Please find it.
1: In the void, I would say. In the void. Coming soon. And speaking of people who haven't played Gwent in a while, Baby Joseph, how uh, are you thinking, my friend?
4: Uh, I mean, not much has changed since two weeks ago when we did the last episode. Um, I played a little bit more Gwent, um, but I still have not streamed any Gwent because of my studying, but um, that sounds a like a good weeks. excuse not to play Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a great excuse, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will be back in a couple of weeks for sure. Um, hopefully, you know the the next patch will definitely uh, steer some things up um, to the meta because it's it feels very very still at the moment. Um, I've been playing a couple of things like I've been playing Kian, for example, which is a really cool card that I've never played before. And that was really fun to try out. And uh, yeah, I'm going to do a deck guide for the Gwent news uh, on that deck, um, which will come out next week. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing, not much. <laughs> Is Gwent news actually still a thing? I mean, it's going to be a thing again. I heard it. It's weird.
1: From your secret sources, you are not going to review the stream.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so yeah. <sighs>
1: And Leonhardt, how are things in your neck of the woods?
2: Uh, Yeah, very good. I've not streamed a great deal of Gwent either, to be honest. Um, There's only so many hours of a day you can play before you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over and over. That is literally the definition of madness. Uh, But I have been streaming, I've been having fun. But with just random viewer games, Don't Starve Together and things like that and co-ops, which has been really good fun. Um, I'm enjoying seasonal mode in Gwent at the moment. I'm actually finding that really fun just because it's different and you can play different things rather than the same three or four decks. So that's been quite enjoyable. But in general, yeah, just uh, trying to be as consistent as possible and failing miserably as usual.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have to say, guys, we are off to a great start. First 30 seconds of the podcast. I'm muted, so I'm just talking to myself. And then we are just commonly bashing Gwent.
3: <laughs> I hope Pavel is not been I'm advocating watching... for Hearthstone. Oh, yeah, yeah
1: and, and, and to was advocating for Hearthstone. Um, but, uh, yeah, if I was to talk about what I've been doing recently, uh, I'm really hyped for Path of Exile right now, as you, ga- as you guys probably heard <laughs> in either yeah. uh, the Emergence of Dograd Discord or, or the TRS Discord. Uh, huge fan of the game, uh, long-time player, so, you know, all the news that we got yesterday really got me uh, excited for the future. Uh, I've been trying to stream Gwent, and... Um, I'm uh, kind of like Lionheart. I don't really like the ranked uh, play right now. There is not much going on. But I do enjoy Season 0 because it just gives you uh, different ways to play the game. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm just doing the podcast, trying to stream Gwent at least once a week and just waiting for the better times. So so kind of like BJ, just waiting for the patch, see, see what, what what changes because uh, things got a little bit stale. But other than... I mean, it kind of relates to Gwent, Trinet. um You were casting the... EGC a couple of weeks back. Yeah. So so, so how was that? Is that something was, you, you, uh, you, you ever considered doing? or?
0: It yeah, just I'd like to get
3: into more casting. Uh, that cast in particular was a little tricky because of the latency between me and Spiro, We're like a continent mm-hmm. away. So on Discord, I would start my sentence and then he would start, but his would start first on the stream. And was, uh, oh, wow. Um, it was so hard to coordinate, like getting words in. Oh
1: yeah, it's, it's...
0: Was a fun experience.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm actually not so sure, but I think at some point I read somewhere, uh, whether it was uh, your TRS bio or your Twitter, that you would actually like
4: to get into casting.
3: Yeah.
4: So how, how did you get this opportunity uh, to to? Uh,
3: Sparrow sent me a message. That's it. A... <laughs> yeah. As simple as that. And this Just how... look into things. It's easy. I mean, yeah, this, ladies
1: and gentlemen, is how things get done when you just send a message. <laughs> no, you receive a message.
3: Ah, even easier. You yeah. Yeah.
1: Unless you are the one organizing something, then you have to send the message.
3: Oh, just don't organize things. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, thank you. I-, I wish you told me that two months ago. <laughs>
1: You're welcome.
0: <laughs>
3: now you know. Uh, and
1: another thing that I noticed during your streams is you, um, you've taken a very... Uh, unique stance on the whole uh, Thai-trading drama, and um, we've seen some polygraph streams.
0: Oh
3: yeah, I have my, uh, my polygraph right here. Oh, oh excellent. It's, it's wrapped oh, up, oh. but it's right here. Oh, I see. It's, it's see. my Halloween costume. I dressed up as Pronia.
1: Poor Pronia. And, uh, yeah, there's also been some stuff on, on the TRS website, I think. Uh, of course, it's it's from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you've been writing some articles about Gwent, or is it a single article?
3: Uh, I haven't written anything recently. There hasn't really been much to talk about. I'm kind of, like, starved for ideas. I had an article that I was drafting on, like, some more abstract theory things, but it never really came together as an article that made sense. Every time I draft something, it's either... Really clickbaity boring stuff like the the five cards to keep an eye on in the patch or whatever, uh, or it's something that just doesn't make enough sense to post as an article.
2: Is it the kind of thing you want to look at in the future? You you want to do more yeah, of? Yeah, like I save my drafts about.
3: Yeah, I save my drafts, but it's okay. hard to justify publishing stuff that's shaky. Yeah, I, I can. The make clickbait's easy. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't do
2: clickbait wrong. <laughs> I can try.
1: I mean, I mean, writing 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 articles or, or or guides is something I do enjoy, and I know it's something that has been uh widely promoted within TRS. Like I know that we've been trying to get BJ to do something. Yeah. So I mean, so how to. how are we uh, doing in that department, BJ? I know you are busy with uh, with real life stuff with your studies and your thesis. Yeah. But when you are back, uh, do you do you uh, consider writing some stuff for TRS?
4: Yeah, I, I would love yeah. definitely love to do more. Uh, Articles on like deck guides, like for example, when I when I'm uh, doing a deck guide for the Gwen news for for Doctor Dennis, I could like for example um, write an article and then I could put that in the description of the video. I think that would be a great combination. Um, and yeah, I mean I have no other ideas, but yeah, I would like to do more deck guides for sure. I think that's great because we kind of like deck guides. I, I mean, of course you do your deck guides, um, you know your, your wrap up on the week um yeah um, but these are bad deck guides
1: if if you care about winning if you care about getting can't do those wrong either (laughs) yeah that's the that's the best part i'm a bad player but i'm extremely good at being bad
2: it's a skill (laughs) add it to the same if that
1: actually makes any sense and i'm asking these questions because uh there is not much doing right now and i'm just um trying to uh, get an idea of what are you guys doing in your time if you are not playing Gwent. Because I can imagine everyone is kind of like uh, playing. Okay, I'm, go- I'm maybe going to get the rounds today, the six rounds, and I'm going to do something else. And I know that some of you uh, would like to get um, some community work done. Like y- You don't want to take a, a com- complete break from Gwent. You don't, yeah. You're not going to play, but you're yeah. still going to do other things for Gwent.
4: So that's yeah, why I'm I- I've, I've been asking... I genuinely love like Gwen, and I don't think I will ever like uh, change any uh, or go a- play any other uh, CCG, for example, than Gwen, like uh, because I'm not a huge fan of CCGs, but I fell in love with Gwen because of The Witcher, mm-hmm. so so Gwen is also always very close to my heart, and then. You know, when I don't when I don't play Gwent I, I mostly just play RPGs, for example. Like lately when I have some time left, I just play Red Dead Redemption 2. Um But yeah, Gwent is always in the back of my mind. So yeah, I would love to uh, yeah, have Gwent succeed and like keep playing the game.
2: I was the opposite to that actually. I started playing Hearthstone before I played Gwent and ended up with Gwent. Um and I, I do I enjoy all CCGs, but Gwent's my favorite to play, and it, it's really weird. We keep saying Gwent's the most balanced it's ever been, but it doesn't feel fun as a result. We seem to have been given what we want, and no one's happy. With it. Um, no it, one really
3: wants a perfectly balanced game. Like, Paper Scissors is a balanced game. That's not the primary thing people look for when they're playing yeah. games in general. Yeah, it
2: just it not fun, if that's the case, is it? That's need, yeah, you want
3: variety, you want things to be fun, you want things to be interesting, you want there to be strategic depth, all this stuff. All is yeah. way more important than just, like, some balanced idea.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think we need to move back towards that, to be honest. Are I you agree.
1: suggesting we should have another Cancer's Digifoldus meta? <laughs> to <laughs>
2: make yeah, things
0: a little
3: bit just more spicy? Just because something's unbalanced doesn't make it funny there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just people are asking for things to be balanced. They're generally not caring all that much about balance.
2: No. <sighs> as,
0: yeah,
1: as you can it's, see, we it's have more the about answers. variety and, and having new stuff on a regular basis
4: yeah i think diversity yeah. diversity is very important um different archetypes to play new mm. archetypes um yeah, i think that that's definitely the most important key when it comes to like card games in my opinion mm.
1: yeah but it, it is really hard as a content creator to distance yourself from from the game at least for a while um, Yeah, because I mean... before the podcast we were talking about social media and about twitter and about how trying to master the art of twitter and uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, recently, I, I posted a tweet where, uh, where I said that I'm somewhat bored out of Gwent and I'm going to play uh, a little bit less regular. And instantly, I received multiple messages. <laughs> Don't post that on Twitter. I did. And that was my mistake, right? I should have consulted with you beforehand. I didn't. So what happened was instantly, I got numerous message- messages. People just said, <clears throat> telling stuff like, have you ever considered playing our Lord and Savior Mythgard? <laughs> Like the oh, Mithgard Wow. The, no, no, no death threats as of yet.
2: Yeah, straight to cultism instead. It's great.
1: Yeah, but there's there's been at least a couple of people just saying, oh, have you ever um thought about Mythgard? It's a great game." So <laughs> let me guess. Yeah, me I guess. I, I, no. I already I already know uh which part of the these messages are coming from. <laughs> but yeah, personally, um, I'm 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 more like Bj. I I got into Gwent because I I love The Witcher. I I love the books. I love the games, and it it prompted me to check it out. Even though my first Witcher playthrough, I was not into Gwent at all. I was just neglecting it as far as long as I could. And then the second playthrough, I was like, yeah, let's see what's all this fuss about. And then I got into beta, and it was just, oh, this doesn't really look like like uh, like like the Gwent I knew from the Witcher three. But yeah, it's, I feel like it's very common for, for Gwent to have these uh, phases where there's a couple of months where people are just completely bored out of the game, even though if you go to social media, they're going to tell you that Gwent is at its best
4: ever. Yeah, and the thing is, with all these new people coming to Gwent because of the iOS release, they have not experienced the last couple months, right? So for them, it's like a fresh new season. And, but to the veteran players, it's more like, ah, this again.
1: You know, yeah, exactly. Like, th- th- that's what I'm telling people. If somebody asks me, uh, uh, is it the good? Is it a good time to get into Gwent? I'm, I'm saying yeah, sure, because well, the game is balanced. There's a lot of cool stuff in Gwent. The only problem is if you, have been playing for a while, it just doesn't feel fresh anymore. Like you don't want to see any more Enslave and any more Mystic Echo and any more Pincer Maneuver or Wildcard. Like you've been saying, you've been seeing these decks for months. And I think on that note, we can actually move to the next segment, which is what's happening, and apparently not a lot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome back yeah. to Merchants of Negativity
2: in this segment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more an podcast at
2: this point.
1: You know you you're, you're laughing but it's actually very difficult for us as hosts to come up with um, topics and ideas for for an episode in a in a time like this where there's not much going on like okay we have to do the episode but what on earth are we going to talk about
2: Yeah <laughs> Uh, well, we had the uh, we've had the tweet, haven't we, from uh, from Powell saying that something's coming soon. We are looking at it soon. We've sort of reached the roadmap idea, but soon is almost blizzard soon at this point with CDPR. Yeah. We don't even know what that means.
3: We got a soon on the season two announcement back in like May, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What what is soon?
4: We don't know what soon is in the definition of CDP to crowd. I'm going to give him the
3: benefit of the doubt and assume that the reason we haven't heard anything about World Masters yet is because of the Proneo lawsuit. Yeah. That's possible. Is he yeah. actually going to do that? He took a polygraph, man. If you're taking a polygraph, <laughs> you're already crazy enough to sue. <laughs>
2: you're 100% serious. He's committing to it. Uh. Oh.
0: Yeah,
2: but...
4: Like, so, usually soon is, like, in a couple of weeks, maybe one month.
2: Yeah, or at, at worst, a cycle, so at least an expansion away, whereas... Yeah.
0: it depends yeah,
2: what that, company that, you're that talking about. soon to me, It's so vague,
1: you, can, you can't you possibly say, okay, it's going to be a couple of weeks or a couple of months. We just don't know.
2: <laughs>
1: no. Like, it's become a meme in any gaming community. Just soon TM. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> So like if you don't
1: know anything but you want to announce something you, s- you say that you have an announcement soon and it could mean anywhere from two days
3: to a couple of years Look, at least they didn't say they're in it for the long haul
2: <laughs> <laughs> Then we'd give have it, something give to it a week. <laughs> give it a week
1: I mean, to be honest, we had Pao on the show um, almost two months ago and he was talking about the soon things uh, already and, you know, it's been a couple of months and we haven't heard anything. So it, it all mm. feels very vague. But I, I, I get that, I understand that a lot of people got uh, somehow uh, optimistic when, when he first tweeted that. Because there is something coming. And then a couple of days later, we had that uh, forum post where he said, uh, yeah, we're going to we'll talk about uh, this year and the future of Gwent. And hopefully, hopefully, the competitive
4: <laughs> part of the yeah. game. I mean, you mm-hmm. cannot even say that anymore, right? You cannot you cannot say hopefully anymore. You, you're got to say, we are going to talk about it. Point. Yeah. Like, otherwise, people would just, you know, do other stuff, like jump ship or something. I don't know. Uh, the best part about it is, um, you know, we, we
1: are in the middle of a very, very stale period. And this season is going to be longer than
4: usual. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Like... I have so much time to catch up uh, with Gwent and, like, get back to ProRank now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, considering how many people are playing at that level, I think you can do it in a couple of days. (laughs) Yes. Because there's been a lot of talk about new players. And, you know, oh, if if you go to rank, there is more than 100,000 players. And somebody who actually talked about player retention, at least within our own circle, was trying it. Because it's very easy to get optimistic about, oh, there's so many new players, but player retention is another thing.
3: I mean, I have no numbers to prove this, just my suspicion. Like, when we look at, like, Twitch growth, Twitch growth is pretty awful t- this t- month. T- twitch what? Growth. <laughs> Anti-growth. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's more Negative like growth it's... is still growth.
4: <laughs> yeah, I-, no. I would call it Twitch recession. Well, but I don't know how 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 is it happening that people are like watching Gwen less in this month? Like what I
3: happens? think it's
2: as much because pe- we, less people are streaming Gwen. I genuinely think that's the correlation. We're not enjoying. Well, no, because like my like, viewership's or...
3: down just in general. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah.
1: because um, there is... this
3: happens as every season goes on. Usually, like the the first week is really good, and then it starts mm-hmm. to taper off from there. The only month that this didn't happen was the month that had the the challenger tournament.
2: That was a great where month. September.
3: Just stayed good the whole month, like carried yeah. into October. It was great. That October was really good, and now November is just like awful.
2: Yeah, yeah I think
1: it's a combination the impacts, of things. You know, because, that a community
2: uh, tournament or a tournament can have on the viewership and on the the whole community. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it's a combination of things. If you have any kind of Uh, developer activity on Twitch, it's going to boost the viewership. Whether it's a uh, um, patch stream, whether it's a tournament, it's always going to boost the viewership because people are following CDPR, so they're going to know, okay, there's something happening around Gwent. So they're going to stick for a while after that. And this is basically why September was so good and why uh, the early October was so good because the the challenger effect, people were watching the tournament, people liked the tournament, people sticked decide people and, and watch more because of the tournament and of course we had a couple of of um bigger names uh streaming went uh for example tailbot like n- normally we have our regular lineup right we have we have trinet we have we have Spyro. we have uh bushy Shiniri, etc and yeah and, 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 and pumpkin of course but you know in September tablebot started streaming again and that gave us another boost when it comes to viewership and I think that you know as as, as the time when when um went on it, that effect just basically vanished. Like, how long are you gonna stick to Gwent after watching the tournament? For a couple of weeks, maybe? Not a couple of months. And you know, last month no. we had the expansion, we had the, uh, we had the hotfix, we had the patch, because the patch actually deployed last month as well. And all of that yeah. resulted in, in a really solid October viewership. But in November, there's actually nothing going on. There's no. iOS
3: released. Where are all these <laughs> iPhone people? It yeah. actually yeah. happened.
1: It actually happened last month yeah. as well. Last couple of days.
3: Oh, okay. But yeah, that's that's uh,
1: that's how um, free to play games work. Like people are gonna try it out, but are are they going to keep playing long term? That's always a question. Yeah. Because we've been talking about other games, and I remember uh, seeing an interview with uh, with a game developer um, for a free to play game, and he said something like no this this game is, is is so large, but the vast majority of players and he gave, he gave us like a ridiculous percentage never makes it to the first location. They download the game, they play for a couple of minutes, and that's it yep mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that's something that also is going to affect Gwent, especially on mobile because on mobile you really want to have like a very short sessions you know when you are on the bus or a subway or you're going somewhere you're not yeah. gonna get all the time to to even complete the tutorial.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to speculate on this kind of stuff without having access to the numbers. Like, it's one thing to say that just looking at the number of people that have played a single ranked game this season isn't very telling, but it's another thing entirely to say we know that we don't have good retention. Like, we can't draw one from the other.
2: No. I hope it's the opposite. I hope that these people do come back and that playing it on mobile leads them to playing it on PC or on PS4 or whatever I would so like
3: to see those community. numbers more than the how many people have played a single game on ranked ladder numbers. I don't think we ever I think will. will. I mean someone could have like a rank 20 account that they've taken screenshots of hmm. every season yeah, yeah. but then,
1: then it actually is telling you how many people have tried rank in this particular yeah. season it's It's not going to tell you how many games they played
4: yeah, exactly like, yeah it just says how many people have played Gwen. like and the, the, the thing is there are more people that have played Gwen now, but yeah, you don't see it on Twitch or anything.
0: <clears throat>
4: yeah, but Twitch is also a
1: very specific platform uh, because if you look at the sheer numbers of of players trying out Gwent, we've kept a very stable base. out, say it's 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 around sixty thousand players. It was much less before the Novigrad expansion. It was forty something thousand players. Then we got a boost, and we we are still on that same level. And, no, I really... and, and you know, in, in, the, in that time, the Twitch numbers have been fluctuating. Like, you know, one month you get better viewership, the other month you get like, absolutely terrible viewership.
0: Hmm. yeah.
4: <laughs> I think on YouTube, Gwent is doing pretty okay. Like, uh, I've seen YouTube's down from around... last month for me, I don't know about everyone else. 1-2k views maybe, on a video? <laughs> it,
1: it, it's hard to say, because there's so many content creators on YouTube. That it's it's really hard to say. Okay, it's it's like overall, Gwen has been has been doing great because maybe for for one content creator, but not for the other. Like if you are a smaller content, like if you are just beginning on YouTube and you know it's 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 the first time you are getting some exposure. Yes, your viewerships are gonna your your viewership is gonna be up. But if we're somewhere, so, some so, somebody like trying who's been on YouTube for a while now, you'll probably see a a better. Uh, uh, you probably get a better view on, on 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 of how things are on on YouTube right now.
4: Yeah, exactly. Mm.
1: Yeah, but the problem is really lack of communication, like... Even, even if they announced anything, it would still get more people involved in Gwen right now.
2: Yeah. It, it's, the, it's just the continual meme soon, that we don't, we don't know what we're expecting, you can't plan, and if people can't plan on the competitive side, they're less likely to play or stream or invest time, right?
1: Yeah, and, and one thing that I, I think we should avoid is another exodus of players because that's what happened when Midwinter dropped you know, a while ago. And then uh, we had the drought and then we had homecoming and just so many content creators left the game. And that was, I would say the number one reason why, why overall viewership on YouTube and Twitch just plummeted. We went from having a couple of uh, a thousand people on average watching Gwent to four or
4: 500. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like iOS, okay, you bring people to the game, but how are you going to keep them? And if nothing happens, then I guess they're just going to (laughs) leave. Like,
1: simple as that, right? Yeah, I think what what CDPR is doing right now is the freebie approach. They they are giving, you know, X boosts, uh, free kegs, uh, this kind of stuff to to get people more involved Mm -hmm. in the game. And I yeah. think
4: that's great. I think that's really
2: great. I think the daily rewards work really well as well. There is that incentive to actually turn the game on now, even if you're yeah, only playing yeah, for a few yeah. rounds. That being there does help new players. It wasn't the easiest game to get into, and there is still that gap of new game. You know, how easy is it to play? How quickly can I pick it up? But the fact that they're putting those things in aids that transition, I think, and I think that is a good idea. Trying to bring new players to the game in a free way can only be good for us long-term. You're never going to retain all of them, but if we retain 10% of this new 40,000 people, all of a sudden that's another 4,000 people playing or viewing Gwent, so that, could, that should be a good thing, right? We've just got to make sure there's still a game to play when they actually stay.
3: 10% is really high when we're talking about mobile game retention, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I I'm not saying we will, I'm just hoping that we do. This is wow. me praying. You are, being take very o-
1: you are being very optimistic,
2: and that's a... You know me, I'm a beacon of o- beacon of optimism. Yeah. When Powell tweeted, I, I was like, excellent, season two is next week, Masters at the weekend, come on, boys. Can you, <laughs> quickly, guys. Can you imagine quickly.
1: something like that?
2: <laughs> I, I honestly, can you imagine, literally, they would be hailed as geniuses if they ever do it. They'd go from soon, 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 full-scale debate, and then just, oh, by the way, guys, Masters is at the weekend, cheers.
0: Huh? <laughs>
2: I think that's not possible. I mean, no, it wouldn't actually happen.
1: I mean, you never know. Maybe they talked to uh, the participant before uh, participants beforehand and told them, "Okay, there's masters coming, you know, very soon, and you should get prepped." (laughs) But I, you know, I'm not an optimist. I, I, I'm I'm, I'm always quite negative, so I don't really expect that. But we talked about before the podcast that if you have no expectations, you will never get disappointed.
4: Yeah. But actually, <laughs> like, for me, it, it, there's still reasons to play
1: Gwent. Time. Wait, what? Yeah, I would say that for me, there's, there's still reasons um, to play Gwent, mostly Ooh. Season 0. But what do you guys think about the meta? Okay, it's still for us, but like, we are th- talking a lot about the new player experience. What do you think a new player is gonna see upon playing ranked and, you know, seeing the most popular decks? Is that something some very fun, enjoyable? Yeah. Is or it'll or... take them a
3: while to start playing like against actual decks. I made a Smurf account uh, oh, you did? a couple of weeks ago earlier this okay. season. We got to like rank 17, and the whole time we queued into like two real decks. There was like one guy that had the full dwarf deck, and one guy that had, like a full syndicate deck. And aside from that, we just kind of played NR piles and Nilfgaard piles and just cards people had.
4: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. It's. I mean if if you're not like a Federal player, if you played like in a beta for example, you have like millions of scraps so you can make like the best decks. But if you're totally new to the game, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be um, really tough to make one of the best decks. So yeah, yeah like a balanced meta is pretty
3: sense. much irrelevant for first time players. Because they won't see the meta for mm-hmm. twelve to thirty hours, depending on how long it takes them to rank up. That's true, they
2: won't even experience it, will they? Exactly. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Bushy are uh, trying to uh Oh yeah, I was thinking about that as well. Try, trying for yeah. a flawless, uh, pro rank and have That's, that, yeah, hasn't had that
2: much success. <laughs> did he make trying. it to rank 17? I think, and his best try. Really? I think did he make one of his tries? Did he get to rank 17 or something like 17 wins in a row? Uh, oh, maybe 17 wins in a row, maybe something like that. Yeah, which is crazy in itself. But I guess down as you say, like rank 25 up really, you're not actually playing against decks, are you? You're playing against random cards with no synergy.
1: I mean, mm. you're probably playing a lot against uh, starry decks.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, and
1: yeah. many of those... To be fair, decks up... with
3: random synergy are kind of what decks are in Gwent a lot of the time. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, yeah. Yeah, true.
1: Uh, like, like random synergies. My my favorite term in Gwent, because even when looking at decks like hyperthing, I was like, this is random synergy. It's it's not meant to be played that way. <laughs> not, no way.
3: I mean, that deck was at least cool. Like, it built towards a plan. It had a very specific thing that it was trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah.
3: But well, like, look at like, the Clent deck, and it's just like, I'm going to play all these good points cards, and <laughs> we're going to kill everything you play and win the game.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And have some cool like two card synergies between like Thunderbolt Potion, Mad Kion, Prince. Yeah,
1: yeah. But mostly I mostly really just like throwing
3: best cards that you can for the provision cost in the deck.
1: Yeah, to be honest, it it gives mm. me some some early homecoming vibes. Yeah,
3: perhaps. Well, early homecoming was like eighth artifacts. Oh um, yes. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah it really cool was so deck, painful.
0: Yeah, and, and the, the, problem,
1: the problem early homecoming was that even if you had an idea you just look at the cards and you're like there's not enough cards in the pool to make this deck even work like you yeah. only are gonna have you know 2-3 card synergies and that's it
3: that's still a problem
4: I, I remember there's the so problem. many
3: underdeveloped archetypes
0: yeah
4: yeah you, you played like um, for example you played like this card and like self wound for example you played like multiple archetypes in one deck yeah
2: hybrids
4: yeah like a hybrid uh, kind of deck that's not not because you want
2: to play a hybrid because you can't have a full deck for that because there isn't physically enough
4: and they haven't added too much cards Mm. certain archetypes for example they have not added any card with this card for example so i feel like they could still like work on that like uh, try to improve the archetypes um, because most of the time you just see like these, these, these mid range decks, right? Which, uh, yeah, which are pretty good. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this card is probably one of the archetypes that I liked in the early Homecoming because people actually played it. But the reason they played it was not because of the synergies, they played it because of thinning.
0: Oh, yeah, and I think cold. that
1: that was yeah. uh, the main theme of early homecoming. Just get all the cards you need to thin your deck, to play the best cards you you can possibly
3: play. Play as many golds as possible. Yeah. Uh,
1: was it really a thing to play as many golds as possible? Yeah. Because I actually remember
3: the guys, brand deck. That's what the brand deck was.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I actually remember people saying something like, you know, you still have to. Uh, Keep the pre-homecoming ratios, like you know, ten gold cards, fifteen bronzes, more or less.
3: You need a sixteen-round, sixteen-card plan. You only play sixteen cards over the course of the game, so just have sixteen cards you want to play and discard the rest of them. That was the brand deck.
2: Yeah, doesn't matter what they are; just get rid of them.
3: I mean, you played literal spores in your deck. Dimeridium meridium bomb. <laughs> oh, D-bomb you were not after. playing
2: those cards very often. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, just
1: just you know, low-provision cards. You're you're gonna discard. <sighs>
3: You only need 16. Yeah, and yeah. you
1: know, aside of actually discarding cards, he also had stuff like the Witchers that were absolutely everywhere.
3: Yeah, like Nilfgaard was the same thing. Nilfgaard was just trying to draw all its golds and mulligan all the bronzes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: You played like 16, yeah. 17 good cards in that deck. You usually had to play a couple clunkers, but generally you're going to play mostly good cards. Outside of round one at least. That they tried to play like a 13 card plan, would give up round one and then try to get there in the back too. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: so so in that regard, the game actually changed because we have some valuable bronzes right now.
2: Yeah, it's been a great change. Yeah, Yeah. particularly Northern Realms.
1: God, don't even get me started on an R. Wow.
3: Indrega Larva.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) True. True. I
1: I honestly feel like that card should not be able to interact with (laughs) golds. I I know it's probably you know far fetched and I I know it's probably biased but sometimes you know they they just play to great golds with a death wish effect and they play the Andrega. I'm like just why? Uh,
3: you're talking about the Andrega yeah, warrior. About oh, it's a warrior. Andragan. Lava. Yeah, is the, the lava. The oh yes, yeah,
1: thrive. thrive. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. my bad. But the Andrega warrior is still.
3: It's a 4 provision consume it's something we didn't have access to before. It's really nice yeah. to have. Yeah. Yeah, it's, exactly I do like it. Yeah. harvey i
1: would say the only the only uh like frustrating element of it is that you know death wish back like, often has a very slow start because they they want to set up things and you you think it you have that illusion of having a comfy lead and they they just play in dragon warrior and you're
3: like
4: okay i just i guess i'm 20 points down
3: you know it's coming they have two Death units yeah. next to each yeah. other you gotta calculate that in when you are figuring out how many points they have access to but,
4: but, but i haven't seen dead wish uh it's still being played it like, is like I'm not sure how often, but it's it been much. played.
3: It's mostly vampires and the Unilus yeah, ex- right? yeah, Yeah, Unitless. Yeah. Keltulus everywhere.
4: Oh, god.
1: <laughs> uh, is Kelly really that popular?
0: <laughs> I think so. Hey, Gravesh,
3: How you doing? I see you in chat.
0: <laughs>
3: Keltulus friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, even have
1: Keltulus. Oh. Like, you can see I'm a Nilfgaard player. I don't have the cards.
0: Oh, oh wow. Oh yeah. maybe maybe wait wait maybe I have it. Fun. Hold on,
1: hold on. I probably have a yes. I do have Kelly, just premium.
0: Uh,
4: I don't have a standard Kelly. Ah, it's a Thronebreaker. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: Thronebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a card that is powerful, but not too powerful. But it's just so damn frustrating to play against mm. if you are swarming in any capacity. Yeah. And even if you're not swarming, they still have, you know, the drones, one power units that can just, they can just burn without any kind of consequences.
4: I mean, just move it, Kappa. I
1: was <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Oh, yeah, that because you know, every yeah. faction has access to move to movement, right? I mean,
3: if it burns something, like, the turn it comes down, too. Like, I mean, just moving it, it's still playing for its provision value a lot of the time.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not that bad.
2: Hmm. I think it's nice that you you know if you're playing against kalturbis pretty quickly, so you then have to change your tactic. But I like that. I don't want to play solitaire. I want to have to interact with my opponent and change what I do because the and ones that really It's
3: a little silly mm-hmm.
0: eleven.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean there is many ways to counter it. Not only not only movement, but uh, universe invocation, Korati desert. Uh, yeah.
2: Even if you, because of corruption, if you run can in.
1: You can possibly lock it, and I'm not sure who's playing locks this season, but you can possibly lock <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, it's getting valued when you play it immediately, so it doesn't matter too much, if, especially if you like straight to spot. But if you play Yennefer's invocation, it's still killing your two or your three, and then you're playing a card, so it's still trading up three points to your invocation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it's a great card. It's like, it, it always, always breaks even, or like almost always.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's,
1: it, it's, I would say it's one of those cards that are high, like low risk, high reward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
0: fine. Worst everyone...
1: case, you just play a ranged Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. I've, actually seen, I've, I've actually seen that. Oh, yeah. Like, with people not having enough, uh, you know, an, an, enough synergy, so they just play it on, on ranged. And I that is just another uh, target you can use with, with or if you are playing that.
4: Uh, yeah, and especially against, like, Syndicate, for example, you want to do that, right? At least that's what I heard before, like, play Cautilus on the rain trail because Philippa. I'm not sure anymore, but it I heard It depends that. on the
3: board. Generally you don't care if they steal Kaltalus, because still going to yeah. take stuff off their board. Yeah, yeah same right, impact. Apparently. Yeah, it's like stealing artists, isn't
2: it? It's yeah. still going to work.
4: Yeah,
0: mm.
1: It's, it's kind of like Ygern. I, I really like that play. Uh, surprisingly, I don't have a card because I, I, I have the full collection. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, what I like about Igorn is people play it, uh, in the late round three, even with one or two armor. Because if it sticks, you have 13 points. If it doesn't, you have a good target for Ezra.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's like a
1: really solid play. I mean, you could even consume it, right? Like, you
2: yeah. Oh, that? You,
1: you, you can do it as well.
2: It tends to get eaten before it's even played a lot of the time now with the, um, is it the Wispis tribute? You eat it from hand so that you can also it without the risk.
3: Also just like play a Barbarian or a Lizard, play it and yeah. eat it.
4: Yeah. I would rather play that, Instantom.
3: InstaNom. Yeah. I think that's more common than the way this is nowadays. Hmm.
1: Yeah, so there's still a lot of cool stuff in Gwen. It's not like... Uh, it's not no like heck? early Homecom where you just play the best cards possible. Like, there's still some synergies here. There's, there's still some like, really decent archetypes. Like Personally, I you hate know? to play against Death Wish. But I'm I'm happy it's around. I'm happy vampires are around. I'm I'm happy that no monsters went from being one of the least played factions to be one of the more more popular ones.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing some more play now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got something viable. You're talking about my favorite card, aren't you?
2: (laughs) Super sucrose.
0: artist <laughs> yeah an artist.
4: <laughs> i'm not a huge fan uh i I've, i I've i fell in love with Supers because of the oddball tournaments but yeah yeah it, it, this is a great card <laughs> especially no, I, if your <laughs> opponent doesn't know what to do <laughs> yeah i mean like eighth place
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah because until not too long ago the card didn't see any play whatsoever yeah, and the same and goes enough. for artists. Like, and... like, when when I I think I think when Gulo and, and Villa were uh, the
4: first to play it, people were like, "Oh, new cards." <laughs> yeah, I mean, they look like they were having okay. so much fun. People actually play art uh, artists now. I was like, "What? That's cool." It is cool, but uh, as as we uh,
1: said before uh, the, the show, you are going all in on a single engine. Like, can you actually win if somebody somehow gets rid of, uh, of Artis? Like, do you have enough points to win the game without Artis?
0: it
2: depends on what else you're running, I suppose. If you've got, you know, the idiots into the boats, the priests, then the engine... They've still got some viable engines, it's just that's your main one. But I guess that's the case if you deny anyone's main tech, right? If you're running a Kaltoolist deck and it gets completely denied and it's unitless, then you're not going to win.
1: Speaking of unitless decks... Ugh, oh, Ocean mat. Like Whenever oh, I tune ocean in, it's, it's some unitless shenanigans. He's like, yeah, I mean, am I gonna
4: draw a unit round 3? I, I don't blame the guy, you know? <laughs> I don't blame him.
3: There's so many cool things you can do with Monsters. Monsters has to be the most diverse faction.
4: <laughs> it <laughs> yes, is, it,
3: it absolutely is. Yeah.
4: But the, he actually played some Nilgård uh, unitless, right? Some... Uh... <laughs> Like Imperial you know,
1: you know things are bad in Gwent when Oshmat is playing other factions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, when there's the most you can do with monsters in a long time.
1: Yeah, but he's probably been playing a lot of it. Yeah. I've actually seen I've actually seen people playing Gales. Is that a new new thing? Like, is Gales making a comeback?
0: God knows. Wait, what?
3: <laughs>
1: Nope, nope. I I see the planet's <laughs> face. Nope, no way. He's not making the comeback.
3: That card is not playable.
1: I mean, it is playable. You can play it, but it's just not a wise thing to do. <laughs> you shouldn't
3: play it. It's a it's a solid elder bear.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of elder bears, have you guys seen it?
4: Oh, I place, think I, I know what you are uh, talking about. Yeah, no? that video with oh, the yeah. longest chain to play elder bear. <laughs> yeah i saw it it was fun content, yeah, that, that, that was a
1: really good chain like can you imagine yeah. something like that in early homecoming it was, it there's no way that could have happened because yeah. having limited consistency was one of the trademarks of, of homecoming because people will like consistency people will like to play all the cards but on the other hand a lot of people were complaining about every single game uh having the same course. Like, you always know what's going to happen. So I think that's what CDPR had in mind when they uh, got rid of a lot of tutoring and, and thinning. But now it's back. It's yeah, not always I mean. the best option, but it's actually back. Hmm. And then, like, do you guys think we are, like, is, is this the spot where Gwent should be when it comes to thinning? Like, should we have more thinning? Should we have less, less thinning? I mean,
2: Thinning is good, right? <laughs> I think you're yeah. always going to have to have some element of it in a game where you can't guarantee you're going to draw your cards. If you don't have some, you're always relying on more RNG than you want, right? Just in card draws before even your plays. You've got to have some, I think.
3: Yeah, what do you, what I was do you never think one about? of those people that thought when games got too similar with the thinning. I never really understood that criticism, so... Mm. Yeah, I think
1: it was criticism for the sake of criticizing things like if there's nothing to complain about let's complain about consistency
0: we'll find something don't worry
1: right now oh there's a lot of things to complain about I'm not sure if our viewers are gonna enjoy that any longer because this podcast has been one (laughs) massive stream complaining (laughs) and whining about what Uh, to me it only to me it only shows that we actually care about the game yeah, so there is a lot system, of content right? creators who just move something else without ever explaining why and ever ever uh, caring to 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 you know comment on Gwent. They will just play something else, and that will be the end of the story. But now that we know we are actually sitting here talking about Gwen, what's what's cool, what's not cool in Gwent. But maybe we could talk about some things that could be better in Gwen. Like, how do you make mm. sure that Gwen has a proper player retention? Because it's been a problem since beta. There's always been people saying, like, w- of course, we don't have any numbers to bug it up, but there's always been people saying, okay, this is a great patch, but you know, the meta got a little bit slow, people are leaving. Like, how do you prevent that from happening?
2: Uh, it's it's I continual mean, release of content, right? You've got to keep it fresh. It, I don't, it's not that I don't enjoy Gwent right now. I, I do enjoy Gwen. I just, I've enjoyed Gwen in its current version. I need something to change again now, otherwise I'm just, Plogging a dead horse, effectively. I need something new. And they need to be clear with the transi- like the plan for that, I think. This is what you've got to expect, so we can get hyped for it at the moment. We're all just hoping, right?
3: Yeah, I've been really big on the continuous release cycle that they've been doing. Really, they did it before the drought, too, I believe. Like, every month we got, like, six new cards or something. There weren't full-blown expansions, but there were, like, these little balance patches that introduced a couple new cards. And since... Was it the first expansion? Was in March? Yeah. February? Yeah,
0: we've been getting pretty substantial balance
3: yeah. patches every month since then. And I think that's been huge for the game being able to maintain its player base, at least. Because, as I said earlier, like as a month goes on, viewership tends to fall off. At least for Twitch, I don't know if the player base does the same thing. I imagine it does. But every time there's a new patch with a little bit of new content, the cards getting reworked, it always gets that little uptick, and it stays like that for like two, three weeks, and the cycle just right. continues.
1: Yeah, one thing that I would like to see is more um, like rank-specific rewards, because there is oh, yeah. there is like, no incentive for you to play rank, whether you, or or not you're competitive, it doesn't matter. You, you're just ranking up, and you're not getting anything out of it. You know, before, if if you reach a certain rank or or, or like, top two hundred or anything, there will be some sort of bonus, and like people had yeah, a goal to, to, to strive avatar. towards. Yeah, right? borders
2: titles. Exactly. And, and, and,
1: now you can unlock those in seasonal mode yeah and 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 now these things are like are only uh like you can only get them from the seasonal modes and you know seasonal modes have very specific quests that people don't always enjoy
4: yeah Mm. i'm not a huge fan like sometimes i enjoy playing seasonal mode but like most of the time i feel like it's a waste of my time but i can understand that some people enjoy it, but like yeah yeah i find it quite fun
2: it just means i'm playing cards i would never normally play um, because, why would you, but to hit a single seasonal trigger and you know other people are probably doing the same thing, it could be quite fun. Sometimes you do just face roll them, there was one, um, play a certain number of soldiers, literally just went into a deck, created soldiers, just put them all in. And that yeah, kind that's... of defeats the object, takes the fun away, but sometimes it, it is quite enjoyable.
1: Yeah, that's what I did with the Purify quest. Just just find mm. as many Purify cards as you can, and, and you know, play a couple of games just, just to get the quest.
0: Yeah,
1: But I think the, the rewards for, for Seasonal this month are exceptionally good, like the card back is really nice and uh, the reworked yeah. um, hack and frame also looks pretty nice, but I, as I said, like, we need something that is going to attract people to play rank, because the, the way they, they tried to do it was to disable casual for people, and it completely <laughs> backfired, I mean, like, people did yeah. not enjoy that at all.
4: I know the answer. And The answer is season two.:
2: <laughs> Oh my God, he's got it. The man's genius.
4: It's <laughs> a very God. different
3: group of people. I don't know.: Yeah Do you people true. care about their being season two than people who just want to have progression in the ranked? Yeah.
1: But the thing about competitive play is it always shifts the meta. So even if you have a patch without any new content or without any major reworks, you know that the fact that there's a tournament will result in the meta
3: being shifted.
4: Because yeah, that's what happened that during the
3: draft. Even if they're not good for ladder, it's still something worth giving a shot to.
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, you saw Paja, right? He played Kian in the e- EGC. And people are playing Kian now too. Like some cards are just overlooked, I think. Um, so when these community tournaments are like, just, you know, competitive uh, uh, tournaments from CDPG, if they're being played, like it definitely has an impact on the meta. And I think it's great. Um, it's
1: it's always been like that. So so in yeah. my opinion, instead of having an expansion every three months, maybe we could have like a proper development cycle when you know you have a patch with with some content and then you have a balance patch. But in the same month, uh, as you have the balance patch, you could have a tournament of some sorts, and that would always keep the community interested because surely after the tournament there will be some some new content. Like yeah. at at least that's what would keep me play in the game, because, okay, I would now, okay, we have some new content, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna try new things, see the new cards, uh, new mechanics, stuff like that. It doesn't have to be much. And then the next month, I, w- I will definitely come back, because there will be a tournament, and it would completely shift the meta again. Mm-hmm. And then you just wait a couple of more weeks, and once again, you have a content patch.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I
1: in many ways, I feel like we are going through another drought. Like, we have new content, yeah. but it doesn't have
4: that much of an impact. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, like they have this cycle, right? Expansion every three months. If they do it the same thing with like tournaments or even like land tournaments, you know, it doesn't have to be like official, um, uh, Gwent Open or anything. Like, if you have like a land tournament that people can qualify for every three months, that would be really great for the game.
1: Yeah, except I, I don't really think that you know a three-month development cycle is uh, necessarily good for a card game like this like it w- works for other games like you you can see Maybe. that being being used as some sort of you know framework for other games where they they expect the um um enormous enormous uh, influx of players in the first month and then they know okay it's going to slowly decrease to a point where there's barely anyone playing and that's been factored in but you know i think card games are meant to be played all the time mm-hmm not like, okay, I'm gonna play the first month and then I'm gonna just gonna play something else for two months.
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, you, have, you, have, you can always like uh, do one month, you, you rework or buff or nerf cards. Then you have like an expansion with new cards. Maybe that needs a hotfix. <laughs> Maybe that needs um, to change a little bit. But, and then you have like tournaments. So if you make a schedule like that, I think, I think that should be fine though. Just as long as every month something is happening and not like this month where nothing happens.
3: Well, iOS released, they sped up the game. There were a couple of balance tweaks. It didn't mm. do nothing. It just didn't do much.
2: Yeah. yeah. It, was, so it, it, it wasn't content-based, f- was it? It was quality-of-life-based. Yeah. Okay,
4: fair enough. But like those changes, they need to have an impact on the game.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think, I think our, opinions, our opinion is a little bit biased because we are content creators, so we often look at things like that. Through uh, from the from, from the perspective of Twitch numbers or YouTube numbers. So so I mean, may,
3: maybe Gwen For is me Twitch it. numbers are kind of what matters, right? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's your oh, like, that's great, but I kinda need Twitch numbers to also go up in kind. Yeah, it makes sense
1: for you, but it doesn't mean that <laughs> Gwen is dead or anything. It's it's actually become a meme of some sorts.
4: Yeah, okay. But like for me personally I, I want to have fun when playing the game and when when streaming the game. I don't personally uh care too much about fewer ships because you know it's not my full-time job or anything I just do it on the side but like as long as gwent is like really enjoyable to play and, like, and their, uh, their keep to be things changed then then you're then i'm a happy man so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah i think how it works for many content creators certainly not all of them but many of them is they don't really play outside of stream or if yeah. they
4: are not recording a youtube video I mean, that's pretty much for me the case. Uh, I I mean, I used to, when I had more time, I used to play Gwent off-stream as well. But as of late, when I play Gwent, it's most of the time it's just when I stream. So, Mm -hmm.
2: yeah. yeah. The only time I I play off-stream is on iOS.
4: Yeah, and I know other streamers uh, uh, have the same thing. Like They just don't have time to play outside of streaming. Um, Yeah,
1: because part of our experience is not only playing the game, but also interacting with other people. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is the first thing you notice, you see that your viewership is down and you see like, fewer people in chat, or you see like, less interaction in chat, and that automatically discourages you from playing when, because you're only playing on stream. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, that's, that's how it works for me. I can, I can speak for Friday because his chat is always active.
3: Yeah. yeah, so for me, it's like when the game is bad, that's one thing. When viewership is bad, that's another thing. It's when both are happening at the same time, which is kind of happening right now. that to say the game is bad, but the game is definitely fairly stale. It's not particularly enjoyable to play. That's when it starts to get kind of painful to stream Gwent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. understandable. Yeah, definitely. One or the
2: other you can deal with, right? Because you can almost exactly. have fun with the fact at that least it's bad, something as long is as... going well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm. And
1: you, you can see that a lot on Twitch, just people trying out other games, like we have the another cycle of Legends of Runeterra, people are playing that game, uh, you've been playing Hearthstone, um, I've seen people playing the Ooh. new uh, Kojima game, I forgot the title. Oh, that's trending. Death Stranding. Yeah, Death,
2: Death Stranding. X delivery simulator there is, people
1: are trying different things.
2: It's different if you're
1: streaming Gwent for, you know, three hours at a time, like me, and it doesn't really matter, but if you are streaming every day for six
4: hours, seven hours a day, you are going to get bored. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still, like, impressed by some people that, you know, are able to stream only Gwent all the time. I mean, I've been doing that for quite some time, but then I switch some things up by playing some variety games once in a while. Mm
3: -hmm. I promise you, we're all losing our minds.
2: <laughs> that's reassuring. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Our,
3: our sanity level is going
1: really low. Yeah. Was it you who said that that uh, you keep pretending
4: when is good? Oh yeah, that's TriNet, right? <laughs>
1: I think that was tried it.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah, we. <laughs> I think you... <laughs> that was
1: quite off the record.
2: If we believe hard enough, boys, it'll happen. <laughs>
1: and i'm not watching chat but he probably typed something like (laughs) i've never said that i swear to god
2: yeah a faction ambassador stripped
1: i mean that that's the curse (laughs) of being a faction ambassador like faction ambassadors have the tendency to disappear for a while Uh, oh dear I mean, you see that with a, a lot of initiatives when it comes to Gwent. Like, I, I remember Commander's Horn, which is a great podcast. I absolutely love my beard. Like, he's a great guy. But, you know, it was a weekly podcast. Then he said it's going to be bi monthly, meaning every other week. And, you know, it's been like three or four weeks since the last one.
3: It's an occasional podcast.
2: <sighs> yeah, how, how did he
1: call it? Uh,
2: occasional podcast. That's genius. Yeah,
1: he didn't call it occasional podcast. I, I forgot what he called it, but it, it essentially came down to that. Because, as like, required, like, even even for us, it's difficult when to needed, have an episode like this. Because, well, what are we gonna talk about?
3: I mean, like, luckily, we have a thoughts.
1: really really cool guest this time who, who, who we can just crack jokes with. We can yeah. talk about
3: Hearthstone. We can talk about Hearthstone <laughs> can too. Just, Dan, can you
1: rename
2: the podcast? Well, right, end it now.
4: <laughs> Hearthstone podcast. <laughs>
3: Hearthstone auto chess. Switch
2: him. the category oh, no. on Twitch. <laughs> Well, let's just I go. Know, just, I have not, just
4: end it now, guys. I have nothing to say about Hearthstone. I've never I've never really played either. it either. I understand I don't why know.
1: people are. Like, I remember, I, I have a real life friend who was always into Hearthstone. And for months, if not years, I was trying to convince him to play Gwent. And then he decided to play Gwent when fucking Homecoming dropped. Like, yeah. all my good work. <laughs> In in two years or something, when I am the drain. so
3: glad that I can finally shit on how bad Homecoming was and it released without my community yelling at me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: if anyone disagrees, those with first me. months were so awful.
4: Oh,
2: oh so yeah, many people. Definitely, left. I, I just stopped. I was just like, I no, mean, no more.
4: I mean, I enjoyed it because I was playing Shiro with artifacts, but <laughs> oh,
2: oh, you're such a bad person. <laughs>
1: DJ, I'm not sure if that's something you want to admit on Twitch. Yeah. Like, so if I were, time, you, if BJ, I were you, up. I would keep quiet and I would delete every single uh, record, every single uh, footage yeah. of you ever playing that. <laughs> I mean, I remember. You couldn't I-
3: say anything bad about it, though. The people that always support CDPR no matter what would yell at you. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's, that's another thing. Uh, we briefly discussed that um, the last podcast with, with Jaggerus because one month she got a lot of hate on Reddit for not playing yeah. the game, for not being active, and, and being an overall trash ambassador. Four weeks passed, and there's another post just praising Jaggerus for all her work. And this is kind of how it works on Reddit. Like it's sometimes sometimes system, you have it? legit criticism but the get, but Reddit is in its positive state so if you know that if I'm going to post it right now people are going to hate on me. I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying anything negative about the game even if that's a legit complaint. But then Sometimes you are enjoying Gwent and you just want to say it, but you can't because Reddit is overly negative and you know if you're going to say it, they're going to call you a white knight, a CDPR fanboy, and whatnot. not. Uh, that's
0: There's just a different the Reddit, Reddit swing. swing. There's a lot of people on Reddit. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's like, what, uh, 80,000 people? is following the... Uh... It exploded its mobile. Oh, I don't think it did.
3: Well, I was looking at the metrics. Let's see, redditmetrics.com, argwent.
2: It's honestly something I never use, Reddit. Genuinely, I just avoid it generally, almost uh... exclusively.
3: Yeah, I'll link it in the the Discord.
4: Yeah, I sometimes uh, look at the Reddit.
3: I guess uh... exploded is the wrong word, but there was a bigger growth this month than there has been in a very long time. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. Any growth has got to be good
2: for the game, right? but you know. it just
1: comes down to more people playing the game, even if it's only mobile, and actually a lot of new players who are familiar with Reddit are going to visit the, the Gwen subreddit to just ask questions and then see what people are playing and stuff like that. You are not necessarily aware of the existence of websites like Gwen app and, and stuff like that, so like Reddit <coughs> is, is quite often like the first uh, sort of medium you're going to check out after trying a new game.
2: Yeah, everything's got a subreddit these days, right? Oh, yeah. So it makes sense. It's good that there is that out to, again, draw players to the game or help them find new information. You'll find guides there on the actual game, for instance, so it's a good thing to have.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And, uh, you Sometimes. Know, you just need to filter
4: out what's relevant and what's not. Yeah. I mean, the Gwent Reddit is not the only like discussions and stuff, it's also a, it also has some really great memes, you know? Oh, the meme potential. <laughs>
0: Yeah, That's one thing I'm now. still
1: somewhat sad about. Because beta had amazing meme potential. Like The amount of interactions you could come up with was or- almost endless. And now there is some cool stuff, but not anywhere near what we had in beta. And that was one of the reasons why I stopped playing when Homecoming dropped. I was like... This is not enjoyable, I I, don't want to play The Witchers and and Broads in my deck, I I want memes, I want some cool interactions that are not necessarily going to win me a lot of games, but they're going to make for an amazing clip every now and then.
2: Yeah. I suppose that's kind of what you have to use casual or seasonal for these days, you can't really do that unranked unless you're happy to not win Rant, right?
1: Oh yeah, and I think this seasonal mode is, is really good for that. Because mm-hmm. you have a lot of decks that or maybe not a lot, but at least a few decks that have a really strong single round. And you're you'll you'll not gonna pl- yeah, you'll not play them in rank because you know, okay, I win round, round round one, what do I do round two and three? I don't have any more tools to play with. And now that you have Resilience, you can just do it, you can just, you know, drop all the engines and hope that your opponent is not going to have Kalkstein or, or, or Equinox or anything of the sort and that, you know, your stuff survives so you just go all in on round one and then you have the, all, all the engines set up just waiting for you round two. This is what I've been doing with Assimilate, it's just so fun to play.
2: Yeah, it, it changes the way you play the game, you're literally playing to zero, which is completely the opposite of what you normally need to do, right? But that's good.
1: Yeah, and the game the games are shorter, so they are more interesting. Hmm. Because quite no, often, different. Yeah, yeah. Because quite often, you know, if you if, if for example if you don't have any carryover because your your opponent's lot of purify, and, and you just go into round two, like you lost round one, and you see that your opponent has like 30, 40 points on the board, and you have like three, it's game over. Like you know that the game is over much much sooner than than in ranked play.
2: In true, yeah, I suppose you go through more games, right?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I've never played as many games on stream as I did the last time when I played Seasonal. Uh, I, I see Trinet has been reading something. I've seen some, some smiling action. What's going on there?
3: No, don't mind me. <laughs> um, yeah, don't, don't mind the guest. I'm just a guest. She's mad to be here. That's why I'm smiling. <laughs> That's all it is.
1: <laughs> i i, yeah, I feel like i should check chat? chat for for some more information
2: nah 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 no it's in all fine you're all good you're all good you're all good
1: any <laughs> smilers in chat <laughs> how many hours of battleground <laughs> has trinet played on stream
2: <laughs> off stream
4: wait battlegrounds
2: hmm. Isn't yeah. that what, is that what this what hearthstone's called yeah yeah, oh, really?
4: Oh, yeah, Hearthstone
2: battlegrounds or something like that, right?
4: I did not even know that.
2: man. It's tragic. Yeah, he's actually
4: playing
0: now. That's why he's smiling. <laughs> I
4: oh.
1: don't know anything about Hearth. I don't know anything about other CCGs.
3: Picked the wrong podcast to host, my friend. This is Merchants of Gadgets. Then now, <laughs>
2: <laughs> t- they're taking over. I mean,
3: uh, welcome back, everybody! On this segment, we're going to talk about IceBlock. <laughs> no. How good is IceBlock? <laughs> to be oh, honest, opinion. the
1: only yeah. Ice Block that I've ever known was a spell from the Gothic games. Oh. And I think the average, the average age in chat is just way too low to even know what the Gothic games are. Oh. I, I played them on stream, and the first one was released like 19 years ago. Almost twenty, I think. Well, but they try. Have you Have you been actually trying seasonal other than you know the the couple of encounters where someone just played Shoop and, and conceded?
3: No, I played one game. That's what happened, and I decided to go to arena instead.
2: Arena. Yeah. I like the uh, seasonal arena's really like rapid. It's almost anxiety fueling how quickly you have to play. You literally cannot play your leader. Do not have. <laughs> it's time. so
3: I'm, great uh, when streaming too because oh I talk to oh your God, oh chat God. too.
4: Wait, I've not even played Arena this season. Oh,
2: it literally gives me anxiety whenever I'm trying it's to play it. It's essentially Blitz, right?
1: The, it's, it's the same yeah. rules we had a couple of months ago? I yeah. did not enjoy that. I'm a very slow player, and I like to talk to my chat.
2: <laughs> I literally oh, just have to click a card and hope. let go, play, ah! That's cool. Yeah, so Probably any additional effects,
1: any tutoring is not allowed.
2: That it, yeah.
1: Oh.
3: oh, I had cleanse. I'm at 5-0 right now with cleanse. No,
1: <laughs> You were <laughs> actually playing Pinsir Maneuver?
2: Wow. <sighs>
1: yeah, but arena is something I haven't tried since homecoming. To be honest, is, no it, is, is it worth playing? You're not arena?
0: missing
2: out on much. I mean, it's better yeah. than before because it's now you can pick your leader. It gives you a break.
1: I remember that like the main one of the main complaints about homecoming was it's basically arena now. Kind of felt that Wait, way what? too.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, the only reason I've been playing Arena recently, um, I've realised that I don't know anybody that has 100% of the achievements on Gwent. The highest I've ever seen is 98%. I'm currently at 90, and I've got five achievements left oh. to do. Three of them are Arena. I'm trying to get to 100% Gwent, officially. Campus has 100%. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm determined to get there. I want to do it. I'm I, th- I thought for, like, you were going to say, I'm not going to do
1: it anymore. Somebody, somebody <laughs> en-
2: <laughs> I give up, that's it, Fine. Tell me more about this Hearthstone thing. <laughs> 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 Yo, no, actually, what, what made it. you
1: play Hearthstone? Is, like, did you play Hearthstone be- before Gwent? Or somebody
3: just not suggested really. it to you? It's just the Battlegrounds just came out. On like the 11th. Um, trying it out. It's not really Hearthstone. No, it's totally nothing like game.
2: Hearthstone, is it? It's just no, the it characters from the uh, sort of Warcraft universe.
3: Well, it's also got the same, like, cards, but cards work so differently that it's yeah. not the same game.
2: It depends on if you want to play, uh, effectively, like an auto-chess game or a CCG. They're completely different, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Okay, guys, yeah. we've been
1: talking about stale Gwent for a while now, so I guess, yeah. I guess it's a good as long moment. long as Gwent's been stale, we've been talking it's, about it. It's, it's a good moment to move to, uh, yeah. to an been even no. staler topic, which is the competitive <laughs> Gwent and the lag thereof. Uh, uh, Wait, what? Competitive Gwent. Do we have uh, any news regarding competitive Gwent? Or no. do we have to rely <laughs> on some memes from a couple of weeks ago? <laughs>
3: I think memes are where we're at. I mean memes.
1: I honestly, hand to god, I enjoyed the TIE training accusations. Because <laughs> it was just so hilarious to read all that stuff. And I know that Trinet has taken that to another level.
3: I find the polygraph way funnier than the Thai TRADE stuff.
2: Yeah, th- honestly, that was but it
1: was it was
3: related. There's like it? some substance to the Tetranating, but the Polygraph is just <laughs> next level.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the the picture of that was just amazing
2: oh it took it straight from something we should uh, yeah, it was insta meme. It was straight away, okay, I can't believe I just saw this i'm 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 watching like a talk show. what's happening
1: but the, the amazing part is that it had so much meme potential like the day day one of the accusation of the whole thing. you already had memes on Twitch, like people saying like. I swear to god, I even took a polygraph on that. Or or, or you know, people just losing the game and, and asking, okay, tie trade? Stuff like that. Like I want a tie? I, I really like that part of the thing. Of the whole drama that it just took 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 like on Twitch instantly. It it wasn't something that was created by anyone. Like people instantly know knew what's gonna happen.
4: Yeah. I mean just Let's see the picture, You know, uh, investigate those uh, accusations. Yeah. Like,
2: we've like, only got half a picture, I suppose, haven't we? We don't know. We only know what we've seen on one random YouTube video that's half translated. And yeah. most of us spent more time looking at the. Uh, you know, my Russian's not great. I'm not going to lie to you. So <laughs> I'm relying.
0: Language barrier
3: makes this whole situation, this whole <laughs> drama, so miserable.
2: For all it we know, we're so being so hard to controlled.
3: communicate with everyone on each side.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we could be being trolled by Russian Gwent, who is literally just saying, ha these fools will buy it. And we have no, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, yeah. So, I don't know.
1: The best part is that only portions of the video were translated. Yeah. It almost yeah. felt like they deliberately tried to keep information away from you. Yeah. It's like, I'm only going to tell you, tell you this part. And, you know, if if you mm. look at all those screenshots, like, parts of, of 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 the discussion were blurred and stuff like that, it was, like, really trying to to push yeah. an agenda
2: yeah it didn't feel like the right way to deal with it i suppose it's um cdpr need to look into it and deal with it properly and we've got to trust that they will right so so to post that video out there to create hype around it just puts pressure on them when they should be dealing with it anyway i guess
0: I
4: mean, to be
2: honest, Look,
3: community I'm... drama is keeping this game alive. Can we just embrace the drama? <laughs> That's true. We need
2: That's Freddy, true. man.
4: Where's Freddy's response? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go find him now. Come Detective on, Freddy.
4: <laughs> I mean, he's been playing uh, some Teppen. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh he's, god, he's, uh, yeah, everyone's he's been playing
2: Teppen
0: with the drama. Oh
1: yeah, I know this. Flake has been playing Teppen. Like, that what? guy is all over the place. Mythgard yeah, Teppen. He man. used to play Magic. Oh but yeah, drama is it, it really is what keeps this game alive, you know. At least in a season like this, there's not much going on, so you can always rely on some drama.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we should change the it.
1: format of this show to be I'm less, just, we be should less, less of a drama. podcast and more of a doctor feel like stuff.
3: Merchants <laughs> of Drama, I see it now. Uh, Excellent.
4: Oh. I mean, that's kind of what Gwen News is for, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, I, so mean,
4: I mean, I mean, I don't know.
1: Like, wh- wh- when was the last time we had Gwent news?
4: A month ago. It's been a while. It's been a while, not longer, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be back. We'll be back. No worries.
1: Yeah, hopefully, because there is no official Gwent news. Like, I, I always kind of laugh when I see uh, this weekend Gwent. It's too short. Like, I mean, it's yeah. a minute and that's a half, that's but that's it could right be like around. thirty seconds. Like, you know, this week on, this weekend Gwent, nothing happened. See you guys next week.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the community's arranging tournaments and trying to do things. Right, some of them are only meme work. Are actually competitive, so it and obviously, yeah, there is a roadmap soon, soon, much soon. So I guess I mean, we
1: already know how this roadmap is gonna likely look like. It's gonna be a list of vague promises. that CDPR hopes to get for Christmas? (laughs)
2: Look, I am Captain Optimism, okay? (laughs) So, I, I am convinced we're going to get a detailed and thorough roadmap. okay? Optimism? Get out <laughs> of Merchants <laughs> of Negativity. Sorry, What are you sorry, doing here? Podcast, yeah. podcast. CDPR who?
4: Try to <laughs> be our new co-host next week. Next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah guys, we are changing
1: the format of, of the show. Like, Lionheart has, has decided to leave us <laughs> on this very yeah. Sunday.
2: Sorry, there's, there's no room for optimism here. I apologize. that's <laughs> a <laughs> There we go.
1: Now optimism um, went.
2: Yeah,
0: that's part of the fun. But, but actually, yeah.
1: speaking of optimism, you said something about community tournaments, and that's really something that also yeah. keeps this game alive. Like we at EGC, yeah. we are having bushes, bro. We, we have, I love oddball. Are you guys watching oddball? You are playing oddball.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, I played in the oddball recently. It was so much fun. I mean, I got demolished by Lord Bushwalk, but I had a great time doing it. Like you are like is, the, the, the the rules of the second one, where you are only
1: allowed to play cards with facial hair. Yeah, mean, that was so much fun. Top to of the play. game.
3: Yeah, I'm that trying, was so much I'm, fun. I'm trying. But there's to- Those of us that may be less involved in the Gwent community, can you explain what the oddball tournament is?
4: Yeah, have you have you not watched it? Try not. I don't know what yeah. it is. He's really? Oh, okay. So oddball is basically we create these own kind of meme tournaments so we create our own specific rules so the first tournament was like you have to play with 35 cards in your deck so with what i did i put four gold cards in the deck and the rest was like four proficient bronzes to to play the deck and the second tournament was like um, this rule that you could only play cards with facial hair so at the card November of- hype. <laughs> Yeah, the for because it, it's Movember, right? So it was like fifty um, percent of the card <laughs> art had to have facial hair. So if you had like a, a dude and like a like a like a chick, it, yeah, the dude had at least uh, needed at least some facial hair, and you could play muscle because muscle had like facial yeah, hair. From, pure fluff. You know? Yeah,
2: <laughs> facial hair <laughs> and fluff only.
4: <laughs> so we had these rules, and it was re- it's really fun to participate, and you know trying. You should definitely participate in one of the future. Ones. Like, I really definitely. like the hype around the
1: tournament. Like, like BJ, even you posted some, Like, you were, you, you, cued, uh, uh, you were matched with uh, Ace of Place. Yeah. And of course, um, you know, the guy has like a massive beard. So you posted yeah, he something like,
4: them. I'm at a disadvantage here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I tried to grow a beard, but <laughs> you know... It, it didn't, didn't go very out. well.
2: You would not have <laughs> counted if you were card art. We discussed yeah. this. <laughs> Mini-tashes <laughs> are a zero, right? You, don't, you do not count. So, yeah, oh, I mean... No. But it just mixes it up a little bit, doesn't it? It's, some, yeah. uh, only, it's only for fun. It's a, it's a bit of fun between creators, but it's, it's yeah, different. It's... We're exploring cards that you just do not see, you don't get to use, exactly. and yeah. creating synergies that, while they wouldn't win on ladder, might win in an oddball tournament. Yeah.
4: So, uh, in the future, maybe there will be, like, a, like a female-only uh, card art tournament, or, like... Mm-hmm. There are some plans in the work, but you know, um, probably next beginning of next year, as I heard. Yeah. Maybe like a Christmas edition. Yeah,
1: I
0: mean,
2: festive only. Mm. So just Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough of that on ladder.
4: Yeah.
1: But I mean, you can you can create a lot of rules. You can create rules where uh, you are not allowed to play certain cards. Like, one thing that I always had in mind um, when it comes to tournaments is design a tournament where like, you have, you have uh, like referees who are gonna look at the meta and they're gonna create a list of cards you are not allowed to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Just to highlight fun. that, hey, we actually have other archetypes in this game. I or mean, you, could, you could make rules be- where you
4: are only allowed to play bronzes. I think Bieber Boop should be a referee in that case because he was complaining about other participants uh, playing meta
2: decks in these
4: oddball tournaments, but... <laughs> It did not even look like a meta deck, in my
2: opinion. Yeah. The only one was Dwarves and we all banned it anyway. Yeah. I mean, 35 yeah. cards, no. so
4: that's, that's
1: meta deck, except it's not this meta.
2: Yeah, yeah it's beta meta, it's fine.
4: <laughs> so yeah, but you know, we, we try to, you know, uh, you know invite multiple uh, content creators to these tournaments to participate. And when they say no, I get to play. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun because, you know, every content creator can you know, upload a video about it and, like, you know, some people really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, and only if we had the spectator mode to make things
4: easier. Th- yeah, I agree. Make it would make a lot easier. Like, right now, we have to record our own matches and send it to the other person and then... Yeah, yeah it's a lot of editing work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah
1: you, you, have, like, can, you can see of... that with Bush's bro as well. Like, he said yeah. specifically that you are supposed to stream the whole thing yeah to make it
4: easier and it's
1: it's one of those promises that have been made years ago and they still haven't followed up on that second two months ago and paul said it's not our priority
2: yeah but why they obviously have the functionality it's a bit of a strange one because obviously king there's so much effort going into making these tournaments sometimes there would be so many more if the tools were readily available. Like, I am not going to spend hours of my life editing YouTube between two people. I was hugely grateful uh, that someone did that for me for the It's Great, but it's so much more work than it should be.
1: Definitely, and I just don't really understand their, their their reasoning here because they have the tech. They implemented that for the purpose of their own tournaments. So, what's mm. the problem with having that readily available at anyone willing to organize a community event like that?
3: We don't know how it works. It might be a pain to get set up. It might only work in the the one client for whatever reason. It's possible.
1: Yeah, it is possible. I don't know anything about technology. It was not explained to me how it works, but they have it, and they promised us we will have it, except that promise was made, what, two years ago?
2: Yeah. I suppose it's probably difficult to actually implement it with the same version of Gwent we have now, because it's a running client where all cards are available with dummy accounts rather than Current Gwent, I suppose, so you'd, you'd be giving it to people where would you play real Gwent if you could play that version of Gwent, maybe, because you don't have to work to gain cards. Maybe that's what they're worried about. I don't know
0: mm. Yeah.
4: But Trinit, have you ever
1: considered playing in, in community tournaments? Like you, you did that with Wild Hunt, but since that, like things have been kind of quiet when it comes to, to UN. tournaments.
3: Uh, I play in like the, the challenger qualies or the open qualies when those happen, but there haven't been any of those since like February. So that's awkward. Yeah, I played in the first of the EGC tournaments, the Team Rankstar
4: one. Oh yeah, Too cool. yeah.
3: But I didn't play in the others, mostly because they just didn't have any prize pools. There's no reason
4: for me to play. Yeah, that's what Tilbert Also said. Like, yeah, exactly. If there's no prize pool, then I don't see any point to play it because you have to, you have to sit down behind your computer screen. For so many hours and then if you win and you don't get anything in return i mean yeah yeah i mean yeah, i think the only other
3: one that had a prize pool was the tlg one and i was just at an
4: intermediate time for me yeah that one had a prize pool indeed i
1: mean egc was quite kind of interesting because um i'm not sure what the prize pool was but um they they would fly you to um to italy so you know you you would get some, yeah, some time I mean, off in in a beautiful city in Italy, so that's kinda a reward of its own.
4: That's only if you're from the EU though. Yeah. Yeah, only from EU. We actually had, I'm not firing. sure if you
1: if you watched that <laughs> episode of Merchants of Novigrad, but uh when we had Flake here he explained like what was the idea for having Wild Hunt 3.
0: Yeah.
3: I, I saw that yeah. Was... Yeah and
1: that, that was pretty awesome and I'm mm. I'm still kinda sad that um once again CDPR decided not to follow up on this. they just told him okay we're gonna get back to you and they never did.
3: Yeah, I've been looking forward to Wild Hunt three since Wild Hunt one. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah uh, I I love
1: I love those two tournaments. I still remember Wild Hunt one, like even though it was just you know, not my time zone, I still watched like, that. That was so yes, the The production was like really high quality, and you know you had swim in there. You had all these competitive players, uh, the great commentary, like, overall great setup, and just just amazing effort from the community. Yeah.
3: Yeah, as someone who played a lot of physical card games in the past, I played a lot of Magic, I played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! at the, the higher levels. Just having this open LAN environment was really cool. Where, like, these eight-person opens are nice and all, but the effort that goes in to qualify for those is so different than just mm-hmm. the average person mm-hmm. can just show up to Nerd Street gamers for a 30-40-person LAN event.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I personally think it would be cool to have, like, a LAN to qualify for, like, a grand open, like...
2: That would be fantastic. I'd yeah. definitely go.
4: Just just top 200, I'll go to these events, they all play and then the best eight. Or go. or
1: even free for all, because I think that's what Wild Hunt was. It, there wasn't no, any rules regarding you know, your positioning on the ladder. Yep. Like, I remember there was, there was yeah, one I mean, guy, um, a Defiant Ship, he was a beginning streamer, beginning player, and he thought, you know what, I have a car, it's like three hours drive, I'm just gonna drive there and play. He got three out, and he was like, "That was still an amazing experience."
0: Yeah.
4: I mean, that's that's yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's pretty pretty good. Opi- uh, pretty good point. Um, everyone should be able to participate, and if they make it, then they deserve to play the Grand Open, right? Yeah.
3: Well, it's not that everyone deserves to participate in every tournament, but it'd be nice if there were some lands that everyone at could least play a in.
2: tournament, yeah, to even if it's once open. per season.
3: Yeah, just having something that these people can play in. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I oh, know I'd definitely go. Yeah, yeah I'd have that kind of thing. I'd I'd be there. There. Like we yeah, still
1: exactly. have to organize that that event in Gwent. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like an hour from me, we'll so try. that works for me. I will drive yeah. okay. It's so, so so trying I'm not sure if you are aware, but there there's a place in Wales called Gwent. And we've always dreamed of having an event or a tournament there, like playing Gwent in <sighs> Gwent.
3: The town of Gwent. That's where Ches is from, right? Yeah, he's he's from Gwent. Oh really? Yeah,
1: it's yeah. it's it's so hilarious.
4: That's that's indeed hilarious. And he's,
1: he's actually back. I, I saw him stream the other day. I'm not sure if that was something he's intending to do long term. But I, I saw him play. I saw him stream. Oh, right,
2: okay. I didn't realize he was back.
1: Uh, he's back. Okay. And what do you guys think about... Because one thing I've been hearing constantly is, without competitive scene, Gwen is going to die. What do you guys think about that statement? Is, that really, is, it, is it really true or can you sustain a game like that with only, let's say, a mobile version and, and, and you know, an ex- expansion every now and then?
3: I mean, it depends who you ask. A game without a competitive scene attracts a very different audience than a game with a competitive scene, to the point where if the game didn't have season two, I probably would stop streaming or stream some other game. It just
4: yeah, wouldn't right. be the type
3: of community that I'd be interested in anymore.
0: Like, yeah.
4: You know, even though if you're not competitive yourself, you do enjoy watching these tournaments because best players are playing those tournaments. If, if, if that's not happening, then yeah, it's kind of dull.
2: Yeah, it, it's, it doesn't stop the game being enjoyable to play casually, but it stops there being a purpose to it, if that makes sense. There's no end goal, what's the point? Yeah. You're playing a hand of Gwenta going, oh, that was fun. I'll
4: yeah, it's fun, like, because there's basically. you are cutting out. Yeah, he's cutting out, Ooh. right? Yeah. But, like. Stupid I was, Mike. I was talking to Villa, and because he, he hasn't been playing that much Gwent as a fight. Because there's nothing to play for. That's what he and I'm like, yeah, okay, some people are saying, okay, you can play Gwen for self improvement. But you want to, if you want to improve yourself in the game, you usually do that because there's a reason to, right? But if there's no, no future in Gwent at the moment, like, we don't know when Season 2 is, I don't see any reason to, to try hard at the moment, like, because it might never happen, you know? We don't know. Like, they, sure, they said, okay, Season 2 is gonna happen, but <laughs> yeah, that might just be false hopes. Yeah, I think that a lot of people
1: who are interested in competitive play are running out of patience. You see that more and more often. People saying, I give them time to, let's say, early January. If there is nothing announced by then, I'm going to quit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it's, it must be really frustrating for players like Malaysian, who've been advocating yeah. for, for, for more communication. Mm-hmm. And the only thing he got until recently was a Homer Simpson gif. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Homer Simpson. And he
1: actually complained about that as well. And rightfully so.
4: Yeah. I mean, fair enough.
1: Yeah. Like I remember Woody was now playing a different game. telling me if there is no season two announcement before like, December, I'm 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 not gonna get ever get back to Gwent, and it doesn't really look like they're gonna announce it anytime soon. Like we're gonna yeah. have a roadmap where they are hopefully gonna talk about the competitive play. Mhm. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah
2: yeah maybe and and, and
1: and that's a huge hit, like Trinit, you just said that if there is no season two, i'm gonna quit it would ha- it would have serious implications for viewership on Twitch, and you know without viewership, less people are gonna be interested in Gwent because a lot of people started playing Gwent because their favorite streamer started playing Gwent like we could see what kind of effect the presence of of let's say life coach had on the community a key that he promoted Gwent early on. And mm-hmm. a lot of people just followed his example, like, oh, this guy's playing went
4: I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. And well, now he's <laughs> promoting Le- uh, Legends of Runeterra. Yeah, Runeterra, right. Like, he works hey, for Riot has, at the moment. Yeah, and now people are like, hey, I'm going to try that out. Like, That's how it works. Yeah, so I think that if, if, if you try and just decided to,
1: let's, let's say, play Hearthstone on a regular basis, <laughs> 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 that, like, your viewers would be more inclined yeah. to play, to play uh, Hearthstone. Maybe.
4: Yeah, because they want to interact with you about the game, like, they want to understand the game or and, you know, yeah. if, well, if you want to
3: understand the game, my stream is not the place to go, we are, <laughs> are hard-stuck
4: in Club use. Yeah, okay, I mean...
2: Mm. I th- yeah, no competitive scene would have a disastrous effect on Twitch, that's for sure.
1: Uh, it, it already has a disastrous effect on Twitch. Because yeah. uh, the Challenger was the first tournament in six months? If I'm not mistaken?
4: Yeah. Yeah, something like that.
0: About two
1: months yeah. ago, and we haven't heard anything since. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm so happy that I went to Warsaw to, uh, mm. to watch the Challenger because you know. Yeah, to be part of that one last know. blowout. Yeah, right. That's
2: what I was just <laughs> gonna say.
3: <laughs> I was really close to going. I'm not gonna lie. Uh... It's an expensive plane ticket, but I was almost there.
2: Yeah, I wish I'd gone. I really do. Yeah, you should
1: have convinced Boja that it should be you. To play uh, on iOS instead of Pumpkin. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, uh. did you just buy the tickets for the Faction Ambassador, right? Surely. <laughs> <Cool. laughs> uh, speaking of which, like the topic of
1: Gwent and competitive scene is just so frustrating to discuss because there's not much going on. So let's talk about things that are slightly more positive. Yeah. How did you get to be a Faction Ambassador?
3: Uh did we already talk about the whole you just sit and someone eventually messages you and things just happen and you fall <laughs>
0: Oh
4: yeah. It just happens. That's my answer Wait.
3: to pretty much everything. I just like receive a message and things happen.
1: I just imagine like Pavo or, or 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 Slama just messaging you like faction ambassador question mark.
0: Yeah. How much? <laughs> how much? <laughs> how,
4: much? <laughs> how much, Dior? <laughs> Why is this weird? Is this how it works for everybody?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you if it ever happens.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever be a faction ambassador for anything. Mm. It's not mm, going to happen. You actually have to be a good player, I guess. Or a knowledgeable know player.
0: Mm. True. Mm. I'm in trouble then. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. But what
1: are you actually doing as a faction ambassador? Because uh you have to come up with ideas for a starter decks. Is there uh, anything oh, else you have I to do? Starter decks. Hmm? Well you said no
0: no deck.
4: Yeah, because it's too skilled, the faction.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh really? It doesn't have a starter deck.
4: I didn't even know. Nope. But you know, trying it you should just make one.
3: I should. Yeah, just do it. Syndicate needs to love Elderbear too.
4: Yeah, exactly. Some, some Silver Witchers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Classic homecoming experience. Thunderbolt
4: potions. Yeah, Thunderbolt potions, of uh, Rivia as their main gold cards. I mean, you can teach them about
3: uninteractivity it. by giving them Coin Generators and Thunderbolt potion in the same deck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Synergy.
1: I think it was you oh. who said that Syndicate has like 30 playable cards, and if you just combine them the, the way you want, then you have a Tier 1 deck.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of really good cards and a lot of really bad cards, and there's like 30-ish good Syndicate cards, and the rest are reasonably unplayable.
4: Yeah, like, there's so many cards that you don't play in Syndicate.
3: Yeah, there's not really archetypes, Firestorm doesn't have enough support, the Hmm. pirate stuff isn't a thing, Yeah, there's just Bounty, and Bounty's not really an archetype as much as it's a collection of a couple cards that have Synergy, Mm -hmm. and plays for really good value. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure if faction ambassadors actually have any say in, uh, in how a game is being developed but if you had the chance to suggest a couple of things, what would you do? Like, what, what kind of archetypes would you like to see in Syndicate?
3: I mean, I would like to see the clans fleshed out. Sorry, what are they called? Gangs? The gangs, not, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah,
4: gang- oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Skalige mentality leaking out. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, that that's a big though. thing. I would like to see
3: more archetype support across the board and in- in Gwen right now. I think Monsters well, is in a pretty good spot, and the rest of the factions could all use some work.
1: Yeah, because yeah. Monster, Monsters have uh, Vampires, they have uh, thr- thr- is Thrive and Archetype, really, because it's, been, built, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's played it everywhere. Like, almost every Monster deck have, uh, has some Thrive.
3: Yeah, but if you want to like, build hard for the Thrive stuff like, and play Gurney, you're playing Thrive cards and big units, and you want cards in your deck that tech, but are also able to trigger your Thrives. It does have that build-around condition.
0: Hmm.
4: And it is playable. But what, what yes. archetypes would you like to see then in like other factions like? If give, give us some uh, examples
3: Uh tell you could like flesh out elves give <laughs> Swap a
2: tail. Uh, I mean, uh, no, swap... not again. Not Swap a tail. Not again. Yeah, like
3: some mechanics that are worth building around.
2: Yeah, uh, it's
3: kinda of like a we could maybe revisit the discard. I don't know if that's the one you necessarily want to flesh out, but I'm sure there's pirates.
2: Mm.
4: Pirate ships.
3: Yeah. Like,
4: these things that aren't
3: remotely playable right now, because they're just so yeah. under-supported.
2: Yeah, the cards are there, but it just they're not functional. You couldn't win a game with them.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, in a ship... Like, pack, look, perhaps. if you try to build a pirate's deck... I've done this multiple times this season. You try to build a pirate's <laughs> deck, and you end up with, like, 20 bronzes in your deck and two golds. That's all there is! <laughs> and you can't play the good bronzes, because Priest isn't a pirate. Jakar mm. is not a pirate. It's a ship, but it doesn't really work with the pirate cards very well.
4: Yeah, like, so... Mm. And like you said, like you you you, you try to uh, create your own deck. But, um, yeah. Do you have any um, advice for people that want to build their own decks? Like because a lot of people are like net decking. So... Yeah,
3: I mean net is a good place to start. Yeah, you but... get to have an understanding of what makes a deck good, what makes a deck tick when you netdeck. deck, and from there, eventually, you're just going to build up an intuition of what works.
4: Mm-hmm. I see. So, so you're saying like. Try, start error,
0: error,
4: try to net deck first. You get to understand what's good, and then. Yeah,
3: you'll understand why things error. are good too, as you play
2: more. I suppose it's easier to tinker with a net deck than it is to build one from scratch, right? Until you get used to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah little changes of I don't like that card, so I'm going to try this instead and see how it works. Yep. It makes mm-hmm. sense. It's
3: exactly like that.
0: Hmm. Just taking notes.
1: How do you actually divide your time? Because. Like I'm, I'm a complete meme player. I, I, never play competitively in, in any capacity. But you actually divide your time between uh, competitive play and memes. And how do you decide?
3: Uh, when yeah. To play so what? like the first few days of the season is usually like we'll start start with like the new stuff that's brand new in the patch. When we got like new cards this patch, we tried the buff wild boar. We tried. I don't even know what else changed this patch. There's a bunch of little <laughs> things that ended up not being very good that all changed. We tried all of that. And then usually we move on to the stuff that ends up being good. We play that once, get a YouTube video up for that. And then we start delving into the, the more meme of the decks as we run out of good decks to play.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But usually it's once we've exhausted all the good decks. We'll move on to whatever. We try to play something new every day.
4: Yeah, I remember that you played, like, Downline Pod with Maglifar, for example, and then... Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're like um, karate heat wave in the deck. Like, yeah, I, I can definitely tell from your YouTube videos that you try to experiment a lot with with your decks. And I think that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah,
1: the best part is that you sometimes make decks that are somewhat popular. Um, like your assimilate deck, and I remember just oh. you know Ace of Plays making 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 his own deck, and you know like being very very proud of it at the first comment <laughs> was just just this is just trash. Just play China's deck. <laughs> it's the good community for you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my Simulite deck wasn't very good, it was just really fun, and it could win games, which is better than that's some other
1: Simulite decks that Yeah, when around. it comes to specifically this archetype, I have an, like, that's, that's the, probably the best quote you're gonna get. Crozer was trying it because um, he had, he had uh, a, a challenge, a quest, where you, know, you have to play ex- a certain amount of cards. And Assimilate is probably the best to do it. And he's, mm. he, he told me, I've never had this much fun losing. <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs> that could be the new Gwent tagline.
1: That's Assimilate for you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's not competitive, because I'll be, I'll be the first to whine about it if it was competitive.
3: I mean, Briber is a pretty competitive card.
1: Oh yeah, but you know, it's, it's only a couple of cards that are being played in, in, in uh, a similar... Yeah, it's, it's just that hybrid. like every game
3: you queue against Nilfgaard is decided by whether they can high roll their bribery or not. It's yeah, that, that's another, another great
1: much. quote, because you can, you can see that Enslave is now listed as Tier 2. And then people are yeah, saying that two, depend yeah. depending on how you roll your bribery makes the difference between Honourable Mention and Tier 2. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: The deck's not actually good, but enough people play it on ladder and it can still game stream with bribery. Mm. Lots of people play it. Yeah, Yeah, it's everywhere. People just like Nilfgaard. Every season. I don't know what it is.
4: I, I even saw a tweet uh, from Bushi that his, he was saying that like when he creates a video which is dedicated to Nilfgaard, it gets a lot more viewers on YouTube. Yep. Syndicate is yeah. the worst. <laughs> <Fun fact. laughs> people, people don't, like,
1: people, don't ah, like so people don't like people don't out. like bounty,
3: no. people don't like... It doesn't it's matter how memey the deck is, you can play Bountyless, you can play like Purifier, Sworn Piles, it doesn't matter, no one wants to watch Syndicate games. One
1: of the reasons is probably <laughs> Says the the new faction, like people people haven't had the time to establish some sort of relationship with it, it's like, I, I, I see a lot of people saying Gwent was not ready for a new faction. Mm. It was too early.
3: Yeah, um, I
0: kind of agree.
3: Perhaps, we still perhaps. have all these other archetypes need to be fleshed out in the other factions. Yeah, yeah, like
0: yeah. all the best X. Okay,
3: not all of it. Most of the best X right now are just mid-range piles, and it's been that way since homecoming.
4: Yeah, and the thing is, they did the NR rework was after Syndicate, right? Yeah, yeah it was the release yeah. of Syndicate. Like they they could have switched it around, which made probably made more sense. But yeah, mm. I guess.
3: Well, anybody we have it a season that was just full test, there wouldn't even been DJ
4: you <laughs> <We're> smart. <laughs>
0: smart yeah we yeah, smart boys and
1: once again yeah. things would be so bad people would actually try it out
0: yeah yeah. and you oh, know
1: well. as Trina said people you know pity, pity donations <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was
0: in the pre-stream we didn't talk about that on stream um. so,
3: yeah.
4: so what are your plans in the coming uh, weeks when it comes to content creation and trying to...
3: A uh, couple hours of Gwent, a couple hours of Battlegrounds. Play just enough Gwent to get my YouTube videos up. <laughs> that's, <laughs> actually, that's, that's actually the struggle
1: <laughs> of every content creator who makes videos for YouTube. <laughs> oh. I'm just gonna play enough to have something on for, for YouTube.
0: Oh. Uh,
4: but is, is, there's nothing. and Is there not, not anything specific? Like, I don't know. Maybe an article or.
3: <laughs> I. I don't plan more than like a day in advance because you never know when someone's <laughs> going to send you a message on Discord and everything changes.
4: Ah, uh, yeah. Just uh, yes, wait for a message. So, so plan. Anyone like exactly. is right now, watching, if you have any projects that you want to do with Trinet, just message the guy. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, yeah. In yeah.
1: before Trinet receives a lot of love letters on Discord, <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> yes. message the guy. Just don't be it's afraid. Just he's just, yeah. he's just Up for waiting. anything, give it
2: a go
4: i mean yeah for i will definitely hit you up man for the oddball tournaments in the coming uh, months so yeah just wait for that message <laughs> <laughs> actually there's something we forgot to mention because it's
1: the first time you guys are sitting here bj and trinet so we can finally <laughs> end the speculations that you are one and the same person
4: uh, i mean the hair is a little bit is that a thing? Similar, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, it, that that was the thing. I, I just I've that, seen that multiple times. Just that just, just just people saying that Trinet and BJ are the same person.
4: <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely the the guy with the more flamboyant shirts, right?
3: I am behind the green screen.
2: I don't know. Maybe the it green... could be fake. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs>
0: hmm. <sighs> okay, guys. We're do we have near. anything
1: else to discuss? Because, yeah. in a way, this is a very fun episode where we just, you know, uh, enjoy cracking jokes and and having a swing at, ser- at certain parts of Gwent. But on the <laughs> other hand, the amount of content we can discuss is rather limited due to the meta yeah. being what it is. So. I always talk like about Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Hearthstone. Like, I'm very eager to talk about Path of Exile right now, but I don't think it's it's the right thing to do. <laughs> you do
2: that too. Let's switch to a Poe stream. <laughs>
1: I know that Lionheart will probably like to hear about that a little bit more.
2: Merchants of Rayclass, let's go! Yes.
0: Oh
1: wait, wait, China is actually aware of 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 Poe lore. Have you actually played? Oh. Yeah,
0: I played, played yeah, like,
1: Um You know, maybe, maybe maybe next time. Maybe next time we can organize a Poe kind of <laughs> podcast. There's already a couple of them. There is there is Bayclass. There is uh, faded connections. There is some some German podcasts. I'm not sure if there's a market for it. But who knows? Who knows, guys?
0: Yeah. Actually, so, yeah. The,
1: the, the, one of the best parts... Like, yesterday was a big announcement, uh, because there's um Exocon is like a huge POE convention uh, going on right now, and they designed cards that allow you to interact with staff members. It's like, you know, cards that are items, and they give you stats, and, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, the developers have t-shirts, like... Uh, uh, branding them as monsters so you can like fight the developers like you, you have to find them and stuff like that okay. So like, what people expected at some point was are they gonna make a card game? Because everyone is doing that
3: <laughs> Auto-battler.
2: Yeah <sighs> The Scatagon approach just creates something from everything
1: Yeah. Uh, guys so any that. additional topics we want to discuss on this episode Hmm we think, talk so. about uh, the meta and the state of Gwent, we talk about competitive play and a lack of any news. We talk about what everyone has been doing and we talk about uh, your personal stuff trying to attack, like being a faction or being a caster. Actually, uh, have you ever considered applying to this Like, If there is any tournaments in the future, would you like to cast them? Like, would you like to send a tape or something?
0: Uh,
3: because I yeah, heard maybe. that's how it's done. Mm. Yeah, I haven't really gotten anything in my Discord, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't
0: think
1: I, I don't think they they're gonna send you yet? a message. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they're yeah. gonna send you a message, but there's like a place where you can send your tape.
3: <sighs> huh. you, you, Maybe you,
1: you can drop, you know, the hardest mixtape of the year.
2: Sometimes you have to send the message.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I, I think this sounds like more of a, a wait until you get a message Discord type thing. It's how the other casting gig worked. I don't see why this wouldn't be any
0: different.
1: <laughs> uh, Pavel or Jason, if you're watching, um. We just like to make sure that uh, you are aware of the fact that Tron is available for the next tournament. <laughs> just send him a message. Yeah, just send him exactly. a
2: message. It's easy. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Not on Twitter, but...
0: You know. Yeah,
2: no, not Twitter. <laughs> I, I might never regret. get that. <laughs> so many opportunities missed. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> like one day you're going to log on Twitter <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, got so many messages, like Jason Slama, some sponsorship gig, oh,
4: nice <laughs> tournament, I could participate, and this and that. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, if if the, if anyone in the chat has any questions for trying to... that's the time work, to well, ask them. It's yeah, time to ask them because you know soon he will be gone. He will go to bed, and uh, you know, you have to wait for your response in Discord. And before people just send questions on Discord, it's <laughs> happening. <laughs>
3: Honestly, uh,
1: so
0: just just wait. And
3: eventually, opportunities come your way.
1: Trinet refuses to acknowledge the shirtless stream when. Is that a thing?
4: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Tortoise <laughs> no, camp when? I mean, you can do it, right? I saw, I saw a dude. Um, really? D- cosplay as Tarzan.
3: Yeah, you can, you just can't, like, actively take off your shirt on stream. But you can yeah. start the stream with no shirt on.
4: Yeah, exactly. That's what he did. Okay. okay.
2: So, no stripping, but pre-stripped is fine
4: yeah yeah although you did entire your
2: <laughs> i side. did it before the stream so i wasn't stripping Ah, uh,
4: <laughs>
1: we see. smart we smart
2: well, i you see see, you see i i knew i'd end up with horrendous music over the t- yeah no just no no stripping on stream it's an yeah. entirely different that's not this site
4: <laughs> but yeah since there are no questions maybe yeah could- it's, it's a time for plugs i guess yeah or like maybe yeah yeah maybe we could just into the plugs as well yeah
3: hey what
4: do sure. you want to
1: do bj yeah so trying where can people find you
4: uh, other than Discord, twitch
3: youtube discord
1: twitter, <laughs> <At Trinit laughs> twitter. One, at <laughs> we can
0: find you you will not find us actually there. maybe
1: a <laughs> last question why trying to one two three was trying just already taken
3: uh, Trinit was my Justin TV account and I needed to make a Twitch account when I was restreaming Yu-Gi-Oh! Worlds back in like 2012 wow. yeah the platforms were like technically linked but you couldn't stream to Twitch with your Justin TV account you had to make a separate account for Twitch but you couldn't reuse any usernames that were on Justin TV. so I had to append to the 1t3 okay
1: guys so if you want to find Trinit on social media just, just look for Trinit123 across all platforms and you will find them
0: yeah. Uh,
1: daily streams, daily YouTube videos. Right? So seven days a week? Daily everything.
3: Week? Yeah, daily YouTube, daily streams. Stream from one AM to seven AM Eastern Standard Daylight? Whatever those whatever Eastern it is time. now time. Yeah, Eastern mm. time.
4: Let's go with that. Yeah. For Europeans when you wake up, try and this live. Yeah, thing? you're always
2: there when I wake <laughs> up and <laughs> stuff. Actually, I twenty four seven book <laughs> went. It's nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What about
4: BJ you now? Your oh. turn. <laughs> it's my turn. I mean, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter and Discord as well. But you know, you can try really hard to find me because you know I've not been streaming as of late. But um, I'm planning to stream in the future again. Um, so yeah, definitely check out my stream. Probably some Hearthstone. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll
0: not to chess when.
4: Hearthstone, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just there are a lot of reasons why I don't play. Uh, uh, Heartstone or like any games from Blizzard, but yeah so yeah check me out on Twitch and Twitter or if you want to join my Discord uh, you can always private message me for a link it's always a lot of fun in my Discord so uh, yeah I hope, uh, hope to catch you on my stream sometime
1: Lionheart it's the yeah, first you... day of your vacation so it's going to be a lot of oh, Lionheart action in the upcoming heaven. weeks
2: Yes, there is. I have two weeks off work, which for anyone who knows me is ridiculous. Today was my first day off work, and I started work at 3am, so I promise you all nothing. But in the coming two weeks, there will be a lot of streams on Twitch. Uh, I am on Twitter as well, uh, Lionheart underscore underscore on uh, Twitter, and just Lionheart on uh, Twitch. Generally, it will be Gwent, but I have not got the patience or self-will that Trinet has to play that daily on Twitch, unfortunately. Uh, You will get a lot of RPGs mixed in as well. Uh, there'll be some co-op play. Uh, I think Don't Starve uh, is quite good fun at the moment, so there'll be a bit of that going on. Finishing the Outer Worlds as well, because the Yeet Simulator is one of the most enjoyable games I've played in quite a while. So yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll find me pretty much daily for the next couple of weeks.
1: And, and, and your mic is not cutting out on stream. Miracle! That's good news. Yeah, it
2: only cuts out in Discord. Stream, we're fine.
1: Uh, okay guys, and if, for whatever reason, you'd like to watch me, well, you can um, uh, follow me here on Twitch and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at TV. and if you just look for WeisenbergGwent on YouTube, you can find me there. I can't promise you how much I'm gonna stream in the next couple of weeks, probably at least once a week, some Gwent, some seasonal, because I really enjoy the mode. And I try to um, release weekly videos and articles so just type up social and in, in chat and uh, exclamation mark social and you'll find all the links. And yeah, guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, joining us, it Really a pleasure to have you on the show.
3: Good to
0: be here. Yeah, it was and BJ nice. Lionheart, oh, thank
1: you as always for co-hosting. And guys, if you want to stay in touch, also upstream. Follow us on t- on Twitter at Novigat Podcast. And um, this episode is gonna be uploaded on YouTube in a couple of hours. Just type exclamation mark podcast to get all the links. And if you would like to get all the announcements before everyone else, you can join our Discord. The link is also gonna be there. And yeah, once again, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Thanks for chatting with us. We'll see you guys uh, in a couple of weeks. We already have the guests that we we, we we can't really announce right now. It's probably gonna be at some point uh, towards the end of next week. Um, so, you guys, have a great weekend. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. We are going to rate somebody in a couple of minutes. In the meantime, enjoy
0: the rest of your Saturday. Bye, guys.